911, what's your emergency? Uh, apparently there's been a shooting up here at the Conway High School. Okay. We've got people on the way. Do you have any more information? No, I don't. Can you still see those guys with those guns? Um, no. We, we ran down the neighborhood and we're at, uh, residence. Ladies and gentlemen, what day is it today? Sunday? Today's Sunday. We're recording on Sunday. On the Lord's Day. On the Lord's <laughs> Day. Take a day it's out. been a long weekend. Well, I say long because I feel tired, but really it's been a short weekend it's because been it's been busy, busy, busy. Mm. So we're recording this pre-4th of July, which means there's a lot going on, which means it's really difficult to get in here <laughs> and record. <laughs> I want to be by the pool right now. Hey, me too. But we're here. And... Guys, we got an episode that is going to touch on a bit more serious subject today. And the reason we wanted to do this, at least I wanted to do this anyway, but then it really was like we have to do this episode, was because of something that hit close to home, that was very local, that was right here in Charlotte, North Carolina, guys. So we want to talk about school shootings today. And not long ago, I was in line at BB&T Ballpark. By the way, shout out to them Charlotte Knights. <laughs> the Charlotte Caballeros is what I call them. You know Caballero, what I'm saying? Caballeros. But I got an email. All right now, normally I don't check my email, but I just said, oh shit, let me check my email. You don't I check it at all, it. dude. <laughs> Have you seen the amount of unread emails you got? That's my work email, baby. <laughs> That's my work email. That has nothing to do with this. Anyway, I'm in line, and uh, I, I check my email. It's a Niner alert. It says, Run. Hide, and if you have to, fight, or something along those lines, right? And I'm like, what is going on? And it's, there's a school shooter on UNC Charlotte's campus. Now, with that, I'm going to go ahead and introduce our guest today. And he happens to be my younger brother, Lobro Kevin. What is up? Welcome to the show, man. Thanks for having me, guys. How you feeling, dude? How you feeling? Dude, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, dude, I'm tired. Dude. So you guys on the podcast know, uh, today we had a, a little home improvement project we did, on Kevin's car. Um, oh, decided, besides that, man, I'm tired from working yesterday. He decided to rip the front of his car off. <laughs> it wasn't on purpose. <laughs> so we broke out the zip ties. It was accidentally on purpose. Accidentally on purpose. Exactly. <laughs> and we put her back together, so that's why. Anyway, hey, but time. Nina, Nina's looking good. Nina's hey. looking good. Her name is no longer Cindy. <laughs> she is no longer Cindy. <laughs> her name is Nina. Her teeth, her teeth are back in place, brother. <laughs> her teeth are back in place. Um, but, uh, but, but welcome to the show, man. So why don't you introduce yourself and let the people know who you are other than having the unfortunate uh, gift of being this guy's younger brother. That's got to suck. Man, what business is this? You should have seen when we were younger. Jesus Christ. When this guy had to step in, it was bad. <laughs> I feel like Eddie but was anyway, the pops. Yeah. He was like the pops junior. <laughs> yeah, at times. He breaks out the chancla. No, nah, dude. Forget the chocolate. No, nah, dude. The broomstick. Yeah. Yo! 
<laughs> you're not gonna walk. Okay? No, but uh, I'm an engineering student at UNCC, UNC Charlotte. You know, I still got two years left there. Right now, I'm an intern for a concrete contracting company. So that's that's what it is right now. And hopefully, after I get this degree in two years, just get a good job over there, making money, make some money. Make some so money. you're trying to do construction. Yeah. Is it like like construction management? Well, construction management. So, so what does what, that mean? So. I'm taking courses to where I have to understand the field and office. So right now, I think it's really cool, is they made me go out and work the field this whole summer. And, like, I ask questions. I ask my boss, like, hey, what does this do? Okay, what do these plans uh, mean? Like, PT plans, you know? What are PT plans? So PT plans. So imagine you guys have, like, a deck, right? Just a regular deck already. Like like in my back porch or something? No, no, no. Like in the house or what? No, uh, parking deck. A right? parking deck. Parking, okay. parking. Yeah, yeah, okay. parking deck, right? We have some form up, you know, we got rebar down there, you know. So and then what PT plan includes a little bit of rebar, um, you know, where they gotta be placed, and then we got some cables. So these cables, after the concrete is placed and hardened, they take a ram and they plug it to the cables and stretch them. So the PT plans include the cables and a little bit of rebar and like where the placement is. And, uh, you know, have, they have to follow certain regulations. So that's yeah. why I got to learn a little bit. So you're, too. like, on the field training all the time. So you not yes. only... Because so, it, it's, it's typical, right? So you said construction management. Yeah. But the most affected managers, and this is only because I've been through it, but I've been through it by being thrown in the fire, right? Like, I, I have a pure engineering degree, which means it's a lot of theory. Yeah, it's a lot of theory. It's a lot of theory, <laughs> not a lot of on-field experience, right? Whereas... Your degree is taking you, at least your internship, it's like, no, we're going to put you out there. You're going to see what it really is like. Yeah. Right? Because that's typically how any any good manager is going to know his process really well. Yeah. Right? And the only way you're going to be able to manage a process is by firsthand experiencing what the yeah. process is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, 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 that's cool. Yeah. You know, you, that, that's like super functional, yeah. super. So, so so if you were to intern, intern again, would, then, would that the second phase be like the office? The second phase would be more office time. So that's where I would take a role where, like, okay, I'm looking more at plans, even more, even more in detail. Like, more into uh, rebar plans, more into uh, doing a little bit of takeoff. So what takeoff is, is we get a set of plans on this program, right, called Blue Bean. Migos. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was blanking there. I was like, takeoff, takeoff. I've heard. <laughs> so Destiny's Child. Besides Migos, we take these plans and we put them in the program, right? Yeah. So this program allows us to highlight certain areas and gives us, you know, cubic yards, square footage, you know, linear footage. And we have to, like, know the material that's going to be placed there, know the cost. And depending on the company, first is, like, uh, plywood, you know. Plywood is, is sold in sheets, and they come in bundles. So it'd be, like, I don't know, like, eight sheets for, like, 100 bucks. So you're bucks. looking at, you're basically looking from, project from, from your project plan, includes your bill of materials. Yeah, bill of materials. And all that stuff, right? Yeah. Because okay. being a contractor, you yeah. gotta you gotta clearly list all that out for yeah. your project. Oh, yeah. yeah. Customers are gonna be pissed if you... Basically, <laughs> yeah. line item. You need yeah. line item. You, yeah. you, you itemize everything. Also, I gotcha. Also, we bid. I guess I get, uh, I guess, I hope I get to see some bidding. That's what I was gonna say, because I, I would love to see the process of when a contractor bids... Because typically, the lowest bid wins for public projects, right? Like, if yes. the city of Charlotte is going to build something, typically, they're going to go, or they, I think, by some places, even by law, 
have to take the slow, the smallest bid <laughs> to not use so much taxpayer money, right? That's well, it ex- that explains a lot. If you've ever been <laughs> to Charlotte and driven these roads, you, it makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. Right? But some, some places, I'm sure you can take whatever bid fits, uh, is the best fit. Yeah. See, and uh, one of my professors, he, he showed us, like, his book yeah. on one of his projects. Over a million dollars easily. This yeah. thing had to have nails drilled into it to keep the whole book together. Yeah. Oh, my God. Right? Some real construction <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Hey Jeff, get the gorilla glue. You had to, oh, you had to get Thor's hammer to fucking put that book together, bro. Thor's hammer, dude. Exactly. Um, and anyway. you know, when it comes to bidding, you know the, what the what the the guys who are in charge of the project they want to look at a guy who's going to be at least fair. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair, of course, of course. You know, within reason that can you know has a good reputation because you're not going to hire a guy who has smaller small accents, but they're frequent. You know, mm-hmm. you're going to want to hire a guy who has some big accidents. But hasn't had one where it's so frequent. Like, say they had one, like, two years ago. And then, you know, a few years passed by. And I, okay, so he had this one big accident here. But they haven't had something like that in a while. So oh, that's, shit. So that's, that's something good. Yeah, I mean, it's a... When in the uh, process of picking a partner, right, you, you have to... There's certain things you weigh. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. you have to you pay know, for it. Reportables and all that shit. When you're out there... You guys have never been on a construction field. Right. I haven't. I've never been on a uh, not a proper construction field. No, no, it's hectic. I built a house. <laughs> That's different. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have a foreman yelling at me. <laughs> I had my pops. I lied. I had my pops yelling. I had a, I had worse than a foreman, dude. Yeah. So that was, that that's a it's hectic. You yeah. know, you got shit going everywhere. You got to watch your step because whenever you're on that oh, deck, man. man you got rebar under your feet all the time. You got to make sure. You got to keep down 90% of the time. Look up here and there. Make sure you're not in, in, in any You should probably way. look up so you don't hit your head. Well, that's why we have hard hats. You might have to buy a hard hat. That's what he's saying. Yeah. All right, bro. So that's that's pretty cool, though. So your internship's pretty going pretty well. You graduated in two years. And you've been at UNC Charlotte, what, two years now? Two years. Two years yeah. now, right? So um, let's get back on the subject, which... Which is, you know, the reason we have you on, um, and, and, you know, when when I thought about it, I was like, never in a million years, really, did anybody, any of us, think that, holy shit, you were on site yeah, when the school shooting occurred. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I was. And that's what my, that's what the email I got was about, the school shooting, right? I was in line, I was like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. And so... Um, I think I was there for the Andrew Jones signing. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I was there it was for Andrew, Andrew Jones. Because I hit you up about it. Yeah. I was like, I was dude, trying to go. You want to go. I was trying to go real back, but I couldn't miss the class that, was, that I really needed to pass. Right. So I was like, let me know if you want to go. I'll buy an extra ball and we'll go to the signing. And you're like, nah, I, I won't be able to make it. And so I texted, I was like, dude, are you anywhere near this fucking school shooting? Yeah. And then you call me. Yeah. And you're like, dude, I'm right across the building. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So what was it like? Like, wh- how? when did you find out? Okay. What was those initial, like, 30 minutes or so? What happened? Dude? Okay. Well, to start off, you know, what we were doing, we were in the Mosaic Lab, you know, working on a, on a class project. Right. You know, a bunch of us in there in the same class, working on the same project, just trying to get it done. Last day of class, you know, it's the last day you can turn it in. Right? So we're all working there. A buddy of mine steps out real quick. Then I've set out because I'm thirsty as hell. <laughs> All right, I need to get hey, some water. You need a thirst trap, bro. <laughs> a 
wanted, I wanted some snacks, dude. Yo. <laughs> so I step out, and as I get up the first two stairs of trying to go to the next floor. Yo, they're coming for you, Kev. Jesus Christ. Uh, yo, they're coming for you, Kev. I called him. I called him a little bit ago. I said, we have a criminal with us. His name's Kevin. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. And at the corner of my eye, I noticed something ran the floor. I'm like, what the hell is that? Then I realized, holy shit, that's blood. Like, literal blood on the floor, right there in the corner. Yeah. And then, like, I walk down, and I see people running across the hall. And then I see my, my buddy who was there. He's like, dude, I'm like, dude, what the hell's going on? He's like, yo, get back in the lab. Get back in the lab. You know, he's like, active shooter. Like, you're bullshitting. No, get back in the lab. Active shooter. So we, we pull up. I swipe us in. And I told everybody, get turn off the lights. Get the blinds down. Everybody under. We got an active shooter. Now. Shit. So how many people were in the room? Dude, we were at least a good 30. 30 people? Yeah, well, a couple of us. Sorry, about 20. Not right. not, 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 not 30. About 20. Fit like about 10 to 12 of us from the same class and then a few other people. Yeah, so right? y'all just crammed in the lab and said, yeah. shut the lights down, shut the lights blinds down. off. Yeah, dude. Crazy. All that, right? Yeah. And they're like, you're bullshitting, dude. Like, no, dude, we're not bullshitting. Then that's when everybody got the text. That's, that's when, when everybody, we got the text. That's when we got the emails. And then a so, few how did your buddy know there was an active shooter before the everyone got the message? Before, because like, uh, because uh, it was already because people outside that were mm-hmm. outside that were running back in. It's like we heard gunshots. Oh, okay, okay. So that's when we like, all right, we. Ain't so had that. you guys walked out a little earlier, you would have been caught in the chaos. We would have. We would have. Damn, dude. That's yeah. Real, man. Yeah, and um, so those first, it was like a little, it was like, we were like paranoid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were paranoid, man. So everybody's like, yo, get get down, you know, try to stay out the away from the, from from the, the windows, glass. right? Because nope. in the lab, I'm at, like right here by your uh, little porch, it's kind of like that over there in the lab. And so this is for, for all the listeners, it's basically like you're in a fishbowl. <laughs> there's yeah. A lot, there's yeah. windows everywhere, right? Yeah. So, you know, and then um, we're, we're trying to be like everybody get, you know, at least stay low, stay low, stay away from the windows, stay away from the windows. Because at that time, you don't know if it's just one person or more. Right, right. You yeah, guys just yeah. know active shooter. Active you shooter. Know something, so as soon as I heard the words active shooter, I'm like, we got to get the hell back in there. Yeah. Like, luckily, if you're not an engineering student <laughs> in that building, you're not going to get in into that lab, into the lab. You can get into the building, but you're not going to get into the lab. Yeah. So you guys had at least... Some form of extra security. Yeah, yeah. at least right. some. Because, you know, the door is pretty heavy, so that helps. But sure, it's a, it, well, and if, if it's card protected... Yeah, it can, oh, yeah, it's card protected it's, it's, for it's sure. It's a better lock. Yeah, it's a better lock. Yeah, and it's not going to be the first yeah. so, stop for the guy. Right, right. He he's knows looking he can't for the get quick in. stuff. Yeah, yeah. So then afterwards, about 10 minutes later, we see four police cars like just come right next to the building, the bottom, like... On the lower level, there's a little road that goes to the, the highway. Yeah. Or over to the road, right? Yeah. And then we see four cop cups, cop cars right there. Yeah. One right after the other. And they just come out. They're drawing their guns out. And they're like, that's when everybody was like, holy shit, this is real. Yeah. Did, like, they, did they evacuate you guys? Like, how did? How long were you in the room? So we were, we were in the room for a really long time. Because... When when I first when you first called me, I'm like, my first thought was, fuck, I gotta get over there. 
My second thought is like, I'm not getting anywhere near that campus. No, no, right? Cause no it's, way. It's like it's, it's one. It's rush hour. Yeah, because it was around five thirty. Dude, yeah. exactly. If right. you were, there was no way in hell you're gonna get to the campus. Right. And then, um, cause like I call you, and then I actually went through the signing. So I was like, I don't even know what to do. Right. So I actually mm-hmm. walked through the signing, and I come out, and I, I we, yeah, met, we up. met up. You came to Uptown, and I was like, dude, there's an active shooter on UNCC's campus, and my bro is over there like I'm keeping tabs on him yeah. just because you told me look we're, I'm good but they're, they're keeping everything locked down yeah right yeah and so then we ended up at uh, at the green where all where you know the sign the, the park where all the Charlotte signs are at and at that time they had those big glow up buttons oh, yeah, 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 yeah. and so we were there and I'm like I'm, we're talking and I think we call you called me again yeah and by this time it's like 730 well dude the sun was going down it was like 730 yeah. right it was about it was actually around 7.30s whenever they actually really let us go out. So we were in there for about two hours total. Look, I mean, it sounds bad, but luckily it did happen in the afternoon, like late afternoon, end of the semester. Imagine if that was like it was, early. It was the last was like day of second, spring semester. Second, third week in the semester, like where there's students everywhere. Yeah, because I bet some people had either gone home. A lot of people were, went home. They were just, you know, there was less activity. There was less activity on campus. Yeah. Gosh, so... After and then that's when our, our screens turn to warning signs, you know, active shooter, you know, fight, hide, whatever, run, yeah, run, <coughs> and you know that's when people were really starting to get scared. Like one girl was on her phone with her sister because her sister was a uh, she she gets very high anxiety, so she was keeping really close tabs on her. Oh, dude, it's just, dude, I was when I was with Eddie, I was like, bro, do we go? Like, do we do? Like, do we go? Like, let's go get in the yeah, car, yeah. let's go over there to see. Because yeah. they were yeah. telling, he was telling me about you, and I was like. I know if it was my brother, I'd be over there. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'd be yeah, running and just, well, like, yeah. figure something to do, right? Yeah, we were, but you can't. You can't. We and they're not going to let you anywhere the, close to campus. That's the most frustrating part. You can't do anything. That's the most, because I'm like, yeah. dude, you're stuck. Like, yeah. if I get even close to that campus, oh, man. Oh, you might get shot. I, exactly. Exactly. They, don't, they, know they, they don't know who it is. Yeah. So, right? so after after just a little bit of time passed, one of my professors, the one that we're actually doing the project for, yeah. he came over just to check on us, you know? He had to make sure he, he was trying to get everybody as calm as possible and let them know that they're safe because they locked down the whole building. Like, nobody can get in, nobody can get out. And then, you know, everybody's just sitting there. Like, nobody can focus on the project anymore, man. No, dude, it's, it's, oh, it's done. School's dude. done. That's, 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 school's the, done. School's that's done. the 1,000 thing on your brain. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's so far back it's, there. Now. I can all imagine. Us, it was probably you know, like the first thing is get out. You know, yeah. We're all tuning in to the news. You know, what the hell is going on? You know, what's it like outside? And then, you know, me and this, me and guy went talking, and then I, I go down to my pockets, my freaking hands are sweaty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 This is something that I like never I thought said. I'd go through, man. Exactly. You know, not, not, not even a million years, I'll be part of an active school shooter yeah. incident, you know? And so, you know, then I realized, now this one's a little bit weird for me, but I didn't realize I had my knife on me that day. Yeah. I was like, no, oh, you get caught. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, like, at the moment, I was like, Yo, why do I have my knife on me today? <laughs> and then I was like, well, if it comes, if I gotta use it, hopefully. Right, thank right. God, thank point, God I did it. Uh, but imagine being caught, like, by, by the cops. The cops don't know oh, what they're looking for. No. They're looking for anybody with, with any type of equipment or. or that was the last thing on my mind, man. Yeah, at this point, you're, <laughs> at this you're, point, you're either fight or flight. Yeah, so exactly. Like, like if said, you can't if you run, fight, you're, you're pulling the knife. Yo, out. yeah. Oh, bro, I know. Hey, I know. It's been said a lot, fight or flight, bro. But until you're in that situation and you see a guy pointing a gun at you, 
I don't even know what you would do. You well, could have a bazooka well, with you, and thing. I don't know even know if you'd be have like. Here's the thing: the mental fortitude to pull a, the trigger. A lot of people say it's fight or flight. There's a third one that a lot of people don't talk about. It's freeze. Yeah, right? that's what happens. It's yeah. really that's like what that's really what usually yeah. happens. It's not yeah. just fight or flight. Yeah. So yeah. A lot of people will freeze. just freeze because no, it's so hard to stay in control. Yeah. Like you just you don't like your brain. Well, doesn't, you don't know what to do. There's no training, right? Yeah, for yeah. no, no, dude. We're we're civilians, man. We're not like any type of military backgrounds or anything like yeah. that. Like, no, like, we don't go through this stuff. Ever. Like I'm sure there are people that have sort of a cold blooded <clears throat> mentality. That or, or or just instinct that they can stay in control and know what not know like what cold to blooded. do. <laughs> and by cold blooded, I mean ice in the veins. Ice in like the veins. Cool headed. <laughs> cool headed. Yeah. 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 The sharks, bro. Sharks. <laughs> sharks. Um, yeah. But you know, I'm sure there's some people like that. But for the most part, no. Most civilians are not going to be like that, right? So, um, at this point, and and this is what what was crazy is like. So I know what's going on, but we didn't tell mom and dad. No, we didn't. Good Lord. Right? And I told him. I told you. Yeah. My mom like, told me. My mom told me. She she doesn't even live here. Yeah. She, she called me and she was like, hey, is everything okay over there? I yeah. I was like, what? Yeah. But so, that's when I found out about it. Yeah. And so once I'm... <clears throat> so while you're in there and you're finally... It's like 7.30, closer to 8 yeah. o'clock or whatever. You're finally... They're finally letting you go. And I think yeah. you went over to one of your buddy's places. Because yeah. you, you couldn't get to your car. You weren't no, going to get to your I car. I couldn't get to my car at all. They were... You know, the way they had set up, you know, they weren't going to let anybody get close to They were clearing here. you and leave camp. No. Yeah, leave camp. You're cleared, leave camp. Stay with a friend, stay with someone you know, just try to stay safe, yeah. you know? And, and so, uh, at this point, I'm like, okay, so I know you're, I, I officially know you are good, you're off campus, I start calling mom, yeah. right? And so, she didn't pick up at first, and dad was at work, so I'm just like, all right, well, I'm going to try them in a little bit again, but I'm like, okay, so where are you going? You're like, I'm going to a buddy's place. I'm like, all right, are you going to crash there? Can, do you think I can come pick you up? Like, what, what what are we doing, right? And so you're like, I think I'm going to crash here for a bit or whatever. So I think you, you stayed at your buddy's for a little bit. Yeah, stayed for right? at least about an hour and a right. half. And then finally, mom calls me back. Yeah. And she's like, um, she's like, what's going on? And I'm like, look, I, I need you to not freak out. Um, but there there's an active shooter on UNC's campus. And immediately she she flips right, and I'm like, I'm like, look, I've been checking in. He's safe. He's good. He he's officially off campus. He's at a friend's place. You know, he's all right. I'm like, but go ahead and call him. You just you know you need to know. The second I saw mom's call, dude, I'm like, I know she's gonna sound so freaked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, she dude, was freaked. Dude, dude. She, she, she's mom, right? She's mom. It's, it's mom, mom's like, mom, dad's dad. You know, like, you know, I was like, man. Happen. And then I'm like, man, it's gonna be hard to calm her down. Yeah. And so as soon as she calls, she's like, are you okay? Please tell me you're okay. I'm like, mom, I'm fine. Okay, I'm with a friend. I'm gonna stay here for a little bit. I'm gonna try to call Larry Garcia if we can just pick me up and drop me off in my apartment. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, she's really shaky. And, you know, after a little bit, I finally get her to calm, calm down a little bit. And then as soon as I end my phone call with her, dad calls me. And he, you know how that is. Yeah. Man. You know, he, he tries to hold it in. Yeah. But this time, I heard it. Yeah. I heard it, man. It's there. So, it's it, there. Yeah. It's yeah. there. And, you know, I told him the same thing, you know, just trying to get him calm, calm down a little bit. You know, I'm like, I'm okay, dad. You know, I'm with a friend. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. You know, not, we're, we're not going to try to do anything 
anything at all. Yeah, and you yeah. can imagine. I mean, they're not close by, so they're gonna. No, they're two hours there. away, man. Yeah. So let's let's go back to well, like the the whole classroom situation. So how how did the police officers clear you guys? Like yeah, you're in the classroom and you guys get the green light. Is it to like hey, you guys can leave, or did somebody come so, up on the door? So before even that happened, uh, police officers were coming in. And just making sure all the all the doors were locked, right? And so we did. You guys know was there was the police officers doing that? Uh, not at I first. Flipped. Not at first, because we were we were we were we were really nervous when we heard some noise outside. Yeah. Not at first, but then we were. But then when we like peeked out a little bit, you know, we saw the little uniforms. Yo, you know? they didn't like announce themselves like, "Hey, police officers." Like, dude, honestly, we didn't really hear them. Oh, you could, yeah. You know, because we were all still like. Dude, adrenaline's pumping. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, pumping. Yeah, you're dude. ready. It's pumping. Dude. Like, you're like, if he busts, what am I doing? Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah. And so luckily when we saw all the uniforms, we're like, okay, cool. They're making sure everything's locked. Um, just just making sure everybody's okay. And um, after that, that's when they get, after we get uh, the news that they actually got the guy and got him in custody, that's when they, um, that's when they said, hey, you guys can come out, but stay in this building, you know. Yeah. Stay in the building. You can be in the hallways, get some water, get some snacks, be with some friends, use the but bathroom. They're trying, they're trying to see, is there anybody else? Are yeah. there any other accomplices yeah. to, so, to the crime? As soon as we're, as soon as we're, everybody's in there or in the hallways, they're like, they're, they're going to building by building. All right. And then they're clearing everybody out. And then um, when it came to us, yeah, they're like, all right, everybody put your hands in the air. No cell phones, nothing. Get your get your stuff, whatever you want, but hands in the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So after that, we started walking out, and we walked all the way to the front of the campus, right? Like that's at least a quarter mile with hands in the hands air. hands in the air, quarter mile, uh, just about. Yeah, I guess maybe. Holy shit. Yeah, dude, you see yeah. it, you see it on TV. Yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Quarter mile, hands in the air, and they're like, and they're checking, che- looking at everybody really yeah. closely, right? You know, as they as they should. You yeah. know, make sure nobody's reaching down their pocket or right, anything. Right. Got my hands in the air, and then as soon as we get to the front, as soon as we get to the front of the campus, dude, I've never seen so many cop cars in my entire life in <laughs> just one place. No, and it was and, like every police officer. You could have robbed the bank and you would have got away with it, no problem. No, yeah, yeah. no. 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 Was, I mean, it was crazy. Everybody was. There. And um, they're like, you know, you, there's people out there handing water. You're like, if you guys need some water, we got some people over here, over there. If y'all want to stay near a church, there's a church right across the street from us. And so, you know, they evacuated everybody. Um, and then when it came for the people in the library, you know, because it got the front of the library got shattered glass. So when they, they were so evacuated. Was where was he shooting? Was it in front of the, the library? Is that where it started? No. Or was no. it in the library? That no. Happened? So that actually uh, was because somebody was actually really trying, trying to get the hell out of there. Oh, they're yeah. trying to get out. Yeah. yeah. And so, where the shooting happened was a uh, building called the Kennedy Building, which is like right in the center in the courtyard, which is in the courtyard, mm-hmm. and it's like one of the buildings, like uh, kind of north. Mm-hmm. And so I was in the building right behind Kennedy called Smith. So I'm like at least a hundred yeah. feet away from the building. So what, what I'm going to do is just give give people the sort of the facts, the, the quick facts of this shooting specifically, right? So this was April thirtieth. 2019, uh, as, as I said before, it was the last day of your spring yeah. semester. Yeah, last right? day. So last day of spring semester in Kennedy Building, like you just mentioned, Kev. And so 
quick facts about it. This was six people hospitalized. Yes, six people okay. hospitalized. Two dead on arrival, unfortunately, uh, and three in critical condition. There was one yeah. person that was had a wound, but it was minor wound. I think they went in and out uh, relatively quickly. They were out of the hospital the next day, and I think you mentioned that's the person that ended up in the yeah. building you were in. Yeah, so whenever he shot that guy, he got shot in the leg, and he ran into my building, yeah. Smith Building, and hit in one of the IT rooms. He locked himself in. He had a bad leg wound, you know, bullet, bullet to the thigh, basically. And so that's why there was blood there. That's why there was blood all over by the clone. And so, so, you know what? And then my my professor, who came in to check earlier, whenever I mentioned the cops, they were right there because they didn't know if it was him or the shooter. So they banged on the door, and my professor was recording it. It was crazy. Like, they were going in. They got... Their guns They're ready and stuff. Yeah, ready, yeah, luckily they didn't have to. Luckily they didn't have to use it. Luckily they got that guy that they got injured, mm-hmm. and you know the ambulance was right, was right down there in the lower floor. So luckily he got some attention real quick. Yeah. So a couple more facts on that. So like I said, two dead upon arrival. The shooter was identified as Tristan. Nah, Andrew fuck Terrell. Fuck him, bro. Uh, taken into police custody, right? And so the two deaths. Riley um, Howell. Riley Howell, and it was another one, right? Yes. Um, I think it was a girl. It was uh, Ellis Parlier. Yes. So Ellis Parlier and Riley Howell. Ellis Parlier was 19 years old. Yeah. And uh, Riley Howell was 21. Yeah. Okay. Kids, man. Um, and the way that I remember it being described, and I've read about this several times because obviously I was checking it. I was always checking in, and, and the more updates I got, and, you know, even on the days following, I kept reading about it. Um, and this is, it's a very touchy subject. It's something that sort of, you know, we're trying to, we're keep calm, we're having conversation, but it boils my blood. Yeah, man. Um, the one thing that really got to me was whenever we were watching the news and, and they, uh, they, they they were taking the shooter yeah. into the police police building, yeah, into the precinct. And one of the reporters asked him, hey, man, what happened? This motherfucker turns around, smirks. And it's like, I shot a guy. And he was proud of it. And he was proud of it. I'm like, you yeah, sick, twisted and fuck. And there's some stuff about that as well, man, because there's some speculation, like, where he said, I shot a guy or I shot the guy. Like, it was like, they're trying to figure out, was it on purpose that mm-hmm. he went to this classroom right. versus out front? So, apparently, this guy dropped out, right? The shooter dropped out, but he was registered to take that class. No, yeah, so there was he, there was something yeah. really fishy about yeah. his status as a student. He was a yeah. student at UNCC, yeah. but he wasn't an active student that semester. This yeah. this semester that just passed, and so just sort of you know another thing is Riley Howell, for example, brave kid, man. Yeah, man, brave he kid. was he is the reason that more people didn't die. So yeah, one of the things, and his family members described him as this, and everyone that knew him, his friends and his loved ones, and he had a girlfriend. All said this about him. They said he always put other people before himself. Yeah. And so, according to everyone that was there that witnessed it, and police officers, I believe, said the same thing, said the moment he saw that there was a shooter and that everyone was in danger, he rushed towards the shooter. And God bless the guy, you know, it's because no one should ever have to be in that situation, right? But he rushed the shooter. 
and he was able to he took multiple shots multiple multiple shots and uh police say if because of that him. because of that and if it wasn't for him more people would have died yeah right and Most so definitely he everyone that knew him and everyone that his family and all his friends said that 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 was exactly like Riley they said like it sucks that we are here talking about him in past tense because he's no longer on this earth but they were like it's not surprising and it sucks you know yeah and it's insane how how often that's happened right i mean if we want to talk about how often man, it, and and i hate how it gets categorized right it gets categorized as a school shooting all right is this is an act of terror like this is a is. nationwide problem Th- these are terrorists these are it domestic is. terrorists call them what they fucking are it is all right in the Midwest, so I found I found a website that kind of broke it out on incidents that have happened since the 90s, right? Uh, now, it is missing some data from, from just quick spot checks, but it's close enough to get you kind of thinking. Uh, the Midwest has had 41 incidents of gun violence in regards to, like, school shootings, quote-unquote school shootings, yeah. things that have been categorized as school shootings. Northeast has uh, 13 incidents. The South, 74. Jesus Christ. And the West has had uh, 54 incidents of gun violence, is what they're saying. But... I'm pretty sure these numbers are, are, are a little bit deflated. Uh, there's a lot of things that it's up to the media how they categorize it. Is it a school shooting or whatnot? Um, and I think it's also um, the severity of the crime. So I think right. there's multiple people shot or injured rather than one-on-one type of violent acts that happen on school uh, school grounds. But those numbers are crazy, man. Um, and wh- I mean, what do you do with it, right? Like, what do you do about it to stop this from happening? Like what? From from my perspective, I mean, you can't. You're not going to be able to change the the constitutional rights of these people here, dude. There's two stuck in their damn ways. You take their guns away, all of a sudden you think you're trying to kill them or something, right? Yeah. So you can't do that. And the the common argument is, okay, if we give up our guns, what? How, how are we making sure that the bad guys are giving up their guns? I need a gun to protect my family from the bad guys. Yeah. Okay, cool. I understand that. But when you want to talk about guns, what did you having a gun, how did that help those kids that were shot on UNCC's campus? Yeah. And how did you stop this guy from doing anything? You didn't do shit. You didn't do shit, man. So you having a gun doesn't help the whole world out, all right? So, But I, I am also a firm believer that there needs to be a creative solution for this. The one thing I really am grateful for was for, from that shooting that it was only just a handgun. If, it was, a, if it was just like a semi-automatic weapon. Yeah, and you know. you're right. I mean, it would have been a lot worse. I mean, if you look at Las Vegas, the dude that came out there as the one-man military, dude. Yeah. It was the mental. Amount, the amount of ammunition that man had was ridiculous. Man, what, he what, killed what 60 people, including himself, yeah. right? 851 wounded. 851 wounded. Yeah. This dude was shooting from the top of a building. Not even aiming, not even aiming, but it was just like at the crowd. So he was was spotted, he was tactical about where he was because it took took forever for police to finally reach him. That's disgusting how how he was able to prepare so well, man. That's why nobody asked these questions, right? Like, hey, why do you need so much ammunition? Hey, why do you need all these guns? No, man. The whole, and I'm a firmer believer of it, dude, you don't need guns, man. What? And I get it. Okay, if you get away, you get rid of guns, people are going to find ways to hurt other people. That's just how they do it, man. You're going to get rid of guns. Okay, here comes a guy with a car, like they do in Europe. You know, and they run into crowds. So I get it. That's going to that's gonna 
not really solve the problem, yeah. but it will mitigate it. It will reduce the amount of incidents like this that are happening. Yeah. It's way too easy to get a gun in the United States of America. Yeah. Way too and easy. And there's, I mean, so, yeah, this is actually away from just school shootings. We can talk about shootings in general, right? Uh, because if we, if we just keep it to school shootings, I'm looking at uh, a list, and I think this list is incomplete. Just in 2019, all right, and today is June 30th, just for reference, um, there's been like 13 or 14 purely school shootings, all right? Purely school shootings. Now, not necessarily deadly, not necessarily, you know, most of these luckily didn't have any fatalities. Um, UNC Charlotte obviously had two fatalities, four wounded, but literally, this, so UNC Charlotte was April 30th, right? Yeah. If we're talking about just school shootings, seven days later, Highland Ranch, Colorado, the high school, right? Very similar situation, and 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 this this sucks, and this is this is why, every, I think everyone knows, and people that don't want to admit that there needs to be something done, are just stupid. But again, someone walks into a classroom full of kids. This was a STEM high school, a high school, right? And Starts popping. He starts trying to, you know, shoot people. This one, there were eight wounded and one dead. Who was this one dead? It was one of the three or four kids, I believe, that jumped the shooter to try and contain the damage. These kids put their life on the line, and unfortunately, Kendrick Castillo lost his life that day. Again, and I said this earlier, it's unfortunate that kids... Have to do someone else's job. Have to do not even someone else's job. Have to have the mentality to say it because there's no way as a kid with all the school shootings, with all the shootings that we've seen, you have to. I I think kids have to think about it. It's like if there's ever a shooter, I have to have the courage to step up and reduce the damage that he might. No, I mean it's not even reduce the damage; is, is survive. No, but I don't these, think it's so much that I don't think the dude jumped him to stop him from shooting everybody else. I think he jumped him because he was like, if I don't jump him right now, I'm this is it. I think it's both, man. I really and, think it's both. It's but at the same time, if you think about it, man, with all these things that are happening left and right, it's kind of like you get desensitized. You do absolutely. Do. It's like you're getting training you on absolutely. how to do this. I don't, stuff know, I don't know if you guys saw the the hardcover for the uh, newspapers, but it was Norm, our mascot. You know, right there, and it said school shooting, new norm. Yeah, the new norm. Yeah, the new norm. And it's it's one of those things where I'm like, there's no way these kids aren't going in and and, and preparing themselves mentally a little bit, saying, if if someone comes in and shoots, I have to go and jump. To survive. And to protect. And to protect. Man, right. This is, it, I mean, it's to the point like the kids shouldn't have to worry about exactly. that. Exactly. school, man. You, you need to focus on getting a degree, getting some papers, and making that paper. Right. And you know what's what your goal should be? And not have to worry about being shot, man. So this kid, school. Kendrick, similar to Riley, promising young student. He's at a STEM specialized high school, probably going on in, in, in that field in his college degree, probably was going to be a contributor to society, a positive influence on society. And what happens? Somebody decided to shoot up his classroom and he no longer, he has, he, you have taken away his opportunity to leave his mark on, on this world. And yes, he has. And these are the type of people I hope people don't forget. But damn it, if you ask his family, that is not how they want to remember. 
No, of course not, man. Yeah, no. They wanted this kid to grow up and, you know, be... Have a have life. kids and have, you know, family. And that's crazy, man. Like... You've taken that from... But then, okay, so how do we how do we stop it then, man? What is the stop? What is the stop here? Is it, I mean, it, do we do something creative, like start actually making it a mandatory training for everybody? Like how active sh- school shooter, this can happen and the chances are getting higher and higher yeah. With, yeah. with the years. So how do we do it? I mean, is it something like in the schools where they're like, all right, look, man, there's going to be a semester long course where we, or not a semester long, it's too much. Probably like a couple of days course where we talk about, you know, school shootings, give the background to the people so people understand this is a real thing. Like, I know I cut you off earlier when you were te- saying the kid's name. You can say the kid's name. I think we need to say the kid's name thinking about it now so that people understand this is real. This is a real person. Yeah, This is this personal, it's, it's as personal as you get it. I mean, what was his name? What was the kid's name? Kendrick Castillo. No, the kid. Oh, Riley. Charlotte. No, no, no. The shooter in Charlotte. Tristan Andrew Terrell. Tristan Andrew Terrell. Yeah. Dude. And this was this kid was like what, like 18, 19? No, he was about twenty. He yeah, was 20. he was in his twenties. He was in his twenties. He was in his twenties. So this 20. kid isn't far off from us, man. No. And imagine yeah. the mentality, like the mental health that's going on with him to mm-hmm. think, hey, I'm gonna go do this, and I, and I'm prepared for this. I'm gonna go buy. Like, could you imagine going there, like buying all these things, with the intent of using it against somebody? Like so, in a bad way. So Tristan Andrew Terrell, 23 years old. 23. 23 years old. Fuck, man. And, but like I said, we need to, we need to, you know, some of the media sites weren't telling his name. Like, oh, we don't want to glorify him. This isn't glorifying no. him, man. No. Glor- what we need, what's going to glorify him is the fact that right now he's getting charged uh, with several counts of murder. So here, I'll just what he's getting, count- he's getting charged of. Two counts of murder. Four counts of attempted first-degree murder, four counts of assault with a deadly weapon with an intent to kill, one count of possessing a firearm on educational property, and one count of discharging a weapon on educational property. I'm, I'm telling you right now, this kid's going to get maybe life in prison. He's going to go in there and he's going to plead insanity or whatever it may be, or he's going to plead guilty to it. I hate the idea that somebody can go and plead guilty to something that everybody knows they did and they get a, less sen- like a, a better sentence. Because now the government doesn't have to pay for a lengthy, lengthy trial. This isn't a lengthy trial. There's evidence. There's, there's people who saw you do it. You said you did it. It's done. Yes. It's done. And, but, hey, so justice system is going to do what the justice system does. But I think your question is, how do we stop this? Right? Yeah, how do we stop And it? unfortunately, I don't, like, like you just mentioned, is there some training or whatever that you have to put kids through? And it sucks that you have to think about that. Because we already know that if we try to say, okay, let's address... The gun issue, where we're gonna highly regulate how you how you can attain firearms, which I think you said in the Northeast, what thirteen? Uh, in the Northeast, there were thirteen incidents of gun, gun right, violence, which I think is probably reduced. Yeah. School, sure, sorry, yeah. school shootings. School shootings. Which yeah. there, I'm sure there are others. Yeah. Other, um, and you know, people are gonna argue, oh, but the bad guys are still gonna get guns, this, that, and the other. So we already know that unless you live in a liberally controlled state where they are going to pass these laws we live in the south we live in north carolina typically a red state a conservative state it's in your bill of rights so okay i'm not going to say no one can have it but i don't think that there is enough support in this state to to regulate guns the way that 
states. In God, the so no. God no. There is. Do you know how many other guys? And at I the know? national level, there's no way no. it's gonna happen. No, right? hey, hey, this isn't the time to talk about that. This is the time to pray for for the families yeah. that have lost. Yeah. I hate that. I hate hearing that, man. No. The, your prayers—they're doing nothing for these families. No. Like these families, they've lost somebody. No matter how much you pray, it's not gonna bring them back, man. There needs to be some change. What needs to happen is making sure that somebody else doesn't have to go through the same stuff that these people yeah. went through. And, and, that, the, and the fact that they say, oh, this isn't the time to talk about that, do it. No, it, it is the time to talk about it. If we don't talk about it now, when are we going to talk yeah. about it? And, and when it happens again. What sucks? Yeah, exactly. And you know what really sucks, man? We uh, we went to the, what was it, the vigil? The, the memorial. memorial. The vigil, yeah. Because yeah, you were there. I was there. You showed up before we did. We, we, we got off work. We found out about it. We were like, you know what, dude, let's go. You know, you and we saw some friends there. Yeah. Right? We saw, because... Uh, uh, one of our friends, his girlfriend, is a is a niner, right? And she got there, and you can see she was emotional right away. There was a lot of emotion there, and then we went out, and people had the candles, and I think one of the members of the student, uh, one of the members of the student body spoke. Yeah. And one of the things she said is, I remember you know listening to her speech, and, and it was sort of on the fly. It was from the heart, right? Yeah, it was. And definitely she says, "This has to stop with us, right?" And I. And what happened seven days later? The damn high school shooting, right? So it's like, where, you're right, where does it end? And if we don't talk about it, we're never going to try to, we're never going to find a solution, right? So this is, as we just said, it's, it, it's the time to talk about it. Yeah. Unfortunately, I, like I said, I don't think you can get people to say, you know, we regulate guns, which really sucks when you mentioned this whole thing about training kids yeah. to be ready. Yeah. But what else? I, and I think you know what I'm saying. Like you're not because the like, the problem's twofold. Yeah. The problem is stopping the inflow of guns, and then the second part is getting rid of the guns that are already on the streets. Right. Right. So you got an inflow problem and you have an inventory problem in essence. So what do you do? What do you do about that? You're not going to be able to take the guns off the streets. That's that's for sure. <clears throat> Someone's always going to have a gun. What I say is okay. Put some heavy ass laws on it. I don't care about the NRA. I don't care about how much money they're feeding the government and uh, all their secret little agenda shit that they're doing. Heavy, heavy, heavy laws across the states, dude. Every single state in the United States of America, heavy laws on guns. If you need a gun for work purposes, whatever it may be, okay, cool, I get it. If you live in Texas in the boonies over there and you got coyotes and stuff that are coming over there and eating your cattle and your chickens, okay, I get it. If you're in Charlotte, North Carolina, um, why, 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 why do you need it, right? Put a heavy law on it, man. If you get caught with a gun, you go to life in prison. You hit them with the max, bro. Life in prison. It's going to take one or two people, and then they're going to see it, and then it's like, oh, shit, dude, this is real. Yeah. This is real. So, something like that. And, I mean, you can have it, but if I find it. <laughs> unfortunately, like like I said, that I don't think that's going to happen. Um, not anytime state. soon. Man, I know, I know. But I'm saying, like, ideal state, man. Like, get rid of this. Because right now, everyone's saying, okay, well, they're going to find another way to do it. Yeah, they will. But right now, this is but the most least, common way to least, do it. At least you take away that. Yeah. You take away an option. There's yeah, exactly. one less way exactly. for that to happen. And I, I agree. That, that's the ideal. That's the ideal. And I wish that I wish I could see a possibility of that happening, especially here or South Carolina. Whatever, right? Because... You know what? What? What was one of the deadliest school shootings? Virginia Tech, no, again man. in the South, right? Or Columbine, Texas, oh, right? Or no, was Col- it Colorado, Colorado, Colorado. All right. Yeah, Aurora, Colorado, twelve dead. Aurora, Colorado was the uh, the movie the theater. Movie theater. theater. And right. then we, so it's not always in in the red states. Definitely not. That's why you need this across the board. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Most definitely. And uh, and as much as that, that is the ideal state. But otherwise, what can we do? And training. 
That's something that I, you know what I'm saying, and something that and that I was at first against, and then after both of these shootings so close to each other, I was like, you know what? Maybe maybe they're right. Maybe you have to provide teachers with the ability to carry. Oh man, <laughs> you know that. And it's a, one of the, and it's one of those things that I that I, the, I fully disagreed with. That at was first. the stupidest decision. Like, how could I even pitch that idea? Come on, name name. Everybody can name at least three teachers in their high school that were goofs that couldn't do anything to protect themselves. No, you're right, absolutely. Oh, no. You're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. There's a kid, two kids fighting. They're gonna come out there with a gun. Like what? Are, <laughs> like they're gonna so, get scared now. No, it's man. it sucks that we have to throw out those type of solutions because we know the ideal isn't gonna happen. Right? Yeah, it's so stupid, man. It's, it's so sucks. stupid, man. But I mean, I, I really don't know what to do. I mean, I I have. I, I don't. I have no punishment, man. Another option is punishment. Like if certain, if you get caught for certain things, you get the you get the max. Yeah. And whether and whatever they decide, because it's not it's not up to me to decide what they get, right? I'm not in that profession or anything like that. The death penalty, a <coughs> hey, my my personal beliefs on a death penalty, it depends on the crime that that is worth, and there has to be certain evidence and things like that. Because I've heard a lot of cases where people. Especially in like the small small cities that are you know in the middle of nowhere, they get charged with death penalty and for for the wrong purpose. Then years reasons. later, they find out they actually they didn't, didn't do, do it. it. You see what I'm saying? So with the death penalty, I think it's a touchy subject there. But yeah. I think there there's <laughs> there's other creative ways that they can go about with punishing. But if the punishment is, hey, I admit that I do it, and I know I'm going to get life in prison. Okay, well, if you're gonna get life in prison, there's you don't know what's waiting for you. Yeah. You're not gonna get TV. But, and then here's yeah, another take thing away about. all that here, here's, the hum, humanity, human things from prison for those types of people. Take away that solitary for Dude, the rest of your life. Take that all away, man. Take that all away and just let them be there and think. That's it. I'm gonna give you food so you can live, and then you're gonna think. No contact with people for the rest of your life, man. I. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just throwing throwing ideas out there, man. Because right now it's like it happened, and ha- what have you heard about it since? Nothing. Nothing. Nothing, dude. They're talking about the tariffs no with change. China now. No change. More than anything, no and change. and my well, personal life has not changed at all. No. And I think there, there's something else I think that really needs to be talked about. Like you know, this, this problem is huge, and, and you can share your thoughts too, Kev. Jump in whenever you want. But mental health. Yeah. Right. And that goes how, back how, to how, how do we? All of these people that decided to shoot up a school, there's something going on. Something that wasn't right. Something that maybe at some point wanted to reach out for help or should have reached out for help and didn't. Yeah. And it, it sort of drives them to that point in their life. And then we have these tragedies happen, right? And I, I, I feel like people need to understand that mental health, like you've said this before. You go to the doctor when your stomach hurts and you don't you, you can't solve it with some Pepto or you when you have a headache and you have to take five, six Advils a day and it doesn't stop. So what what do we do when we don't feel good? Yeah. You know? As a society we say hey, tough through it. Tough yeah, you know tough through work it. Through Get the balls yeah. and tough yeah, through it. Grow some balls. Grow like, some yeah, grow balls. some balls. But there's some things that, that there's some things help. that you need help with. You can't Especially fix that. with men. Especially right. Especially with men. Right. We tell you tell a dude who's having like mental issues or like just really depressed, be like, grow some balls, stop it out. Right. Yeah. That's the that's the fucking norm, yeah, and, dude, and it's the norm. Not, and it's, it's not the way to go about it, man. No, that's it's just no. super unhealthy. And going back to it, so then first you need to identify, right? You yeah. need to identify that mental health is an issue. Now I can tell y'all something that all of y'all can relate to. How many times have you had on your phone, for example, looked up certain things on the internet, and all of a sudden you start to see ads about it? 
and you start yeah, to see yeah. ads left yeah. and right, right? Yeah, yeah. So you know, we know they're listening. We know they're watching, right? Yeah. The government. How do they not catch the shit? This is most of this stuff, dude. Our life is in between our hands, and the device between our hands. Like that's that's where our life is. There's no way these things didn't happen without somebody searching something up before. Yeah. When you start to search and, up certain keywords, I don't will, care. I think part of that is we, we you know we as as a as a government as a, as a governmental body we allocate resources perhaps in the wrong places. We spend trillions of dollars on military defense, yet we can't spend money to prevent these things from happening. If we have access to that information, and that might infringe on rights and all this stuff, yeah. but when it's becoming so commonplace, is there not is that not an option? Yeah, I mean, right? is they're that already an doing it. <laughs> they're oh, already doing right. it. Right, but if, if they come out and say, hey, this is what we did, guess what? In court, it's not valid. Why? Yeah. Because you infringed on his rights. Yeah, you spy on them, right? There you go. So guess what? It's back to the, 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 the civil, the, the, the whole justice system. In the United States, man, it's a lot of in, backwards at times. In in a lot of situations, it works, but in a lot of situations that are happening now, it completely works against justice. Yeah, right. Because there's so many hurdles that you have to clear. <laughs> that a lot of times, like you said, you admit that you're guilty, you're going to get a lesser sentence. What kind of bargaining chip is that? Like, we know you did you it. Know. You plead no. insanity. You're going to get something less. Right. You know. You're gonna do so. You're gonna make up something you're like, oh no, I'm this and that, and yeah, okay, fine. Then we'll we'll in see certain, what we can do. In certain cases, insanity is a, is a real it reason. Is. It's a real right? reason, yes. It's fine, but there's certain things that they can do to test for that. You know, there's always a track record of, of this person. How many times have they gone to the hospital and things like that? So the insanity sometimes is a real defense. Um, but at the same time, the end result is the same, yeah. right? You, yeah, yeah, you yeah. ended, you took somebody else's life, right? So there has to be justification for for the sentence that you get, right? So you can't just say, okay, we're gonna give you five years and whatever it may be, right? So it has to be. I'm not in the field, but I'm just saying, like, there has to be something done about that part. Yeah. The whole justice system is is just yeah. ass backwards at times, man. Yeah. So and it's frustrating. It's frustrating, and you know, for for. The rest of this damn year, I haven't heard of another school shooting necessarily. According to the list I looked up, there was actually two more. One more oh, after. Oh. You know, no, it was on the same day. On the same day, May 7th, 2019. This one, did, I didn't hear about it. This one didn't really get coverage because it was, it was no one actually died. But again, it's another occurrence. Man, it's another and, occurrence. and it's shitty about the media as well that they don't report on things that aren't quote-unquote glamorous right like for them to be able to make some some type of media recognition right, right? to get viewers so, and listeners that so, to me is, is stupid as well report on it all yeah. let us know actually what's going on give us the numbers yeah to make this stuff real because at times it feels fake you know yeah, it doesn't yeah, feel yeah, like yeah. it's actually happening Absolutely. right so, so give us let us know man so i want to wrap up with a couple more questions again you know we we really like sort of jumped on this episode because of the personal connection right so Kev, what what what's it been like? I know you guys weren't on campus much since it was then this semester, but what? How did it affect the campus, the UNC Charlotte community? What what's been the feeling on campus the last few days you were on there? So for and me, what do you think it's gonna be at just coming back in the fall semester? So for me, whenever they told us we were allowed back on campus, for me, I was still a little hesitant yeah. because you know. A, you know, I, I was allowed back into the building, and the bloodstain was still on the floor. 
Really? Yeah, it was still on the fucking floor. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you didn't, they didn't clean that shit up. Mm-hmm. All right, well, fuck it. Wow. You know? And then, but for me, it was just, it was an eerie feeling, you know? I was like, you know, I was like, I sat in a room by myself, tried to focus a little, and then took a little time. I was like, damn, I'm lucky that I, I'm lucky that I'm alive today, you know? Yeah. I mean, everyone that was there feels and, that way. Yeah. I'm and, sure. Uh, uh, I just like, honestly, I said a prayer, and, uh. It, it it's definitely it was definitely really it was a feeling that's really hard to describe because at the same time I was mad that it happened yeah and we lost and we lost a niner yeah. a fellow niner and sad because there was nothing I could have done you know if 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 uh, if I could have had the chance to at least try to help the man that was injured I I, I would have done it you know but. It was definitely a very dark feeling, you know. This happened here, you know. I was 100 feet away from it, basically. You know, everybody was, like, trying to do something, you know, not really to get into it as much. And so after, I want to say at least after a few days, it started to feel a bit better. People were, um, you know, were more relaxed. They were getting a little bit more comfortable, you know, also because... You know the the school made final exams optional, mm-hmm. so that took a stress that took a load of stress off a lot of people. Oh you know? man, I and I don't mean to cut you off, man, but there's it was so bad at the vigil. Eddie and I were standing there, and there was a group of uh, students to the right of us, and uh, they were talking about that piece, to making it optional. And the girl next was like, "I'm so glad finals are optional. I'm bombing this class." Like I'm, I'm failing this class. I'm so glad they made it optional. I was like, you really right now are talking about failing a class. Like you're glad this shit happened so that you don't have to take your final. And that really made me realize how shitty people are. Yeah. Like yeah. in general, yeah. how no, shitty people like, are. No. There's no empathy, man. Yeah. There's there no was, empathy no, towards no. towards these families. There, there, these there was a lot of people that you know I, I would hear and be like, oh my god, I'm so glad that these things are optional. I'm like you sack of shit. We lost a fucking niner because of because of this, and you're gonna be sitting there thinking about your exams. Yeah, and this, so this is bigger than you. Yeah, yeah. this is so much so bigger. Then, yeah. What did what has the school done since then? Uh, since then, really, they upped the the security. Yeah. You know, they you know coming the fall semester, they're gonna have some more security on on ground, and really now from what I understand is they're gonna. I think they're going to do something early in the semester to, like, you know, get the people talking about the school shooting. And if it happens again, God forbid that it happens again over there, about what what to do what to do more. You know, like I said, we acted out of adrenaline, you know, right. out of pure As adrenaline. Probably anybody would. You know, we were we have no training. I, you know, I don't know if I'm if I'm actually caught with a gun pointed in my head. Or right just a couple feet away from me. I don't know what the hell I'm going to do. No. You know, I might freeze. I might get the balls and charge. Yeah. Or run. Yeah. So, and then, you know, definitely coming into the into the fall semester in the in about a month, people are going to, we're probably going to have a week where we're going to, like, remember. Yeah, and of course. Because, um, <clears throat> again, some people... Uh, this they went through this and they go home for the summer or they're in their internship and you sort of it, it sort of eases the feeling of you know I'm not you get back into a normal day right but then like, just being back because for you though like 
you're still in Charlotte. A lot of people have left Charlotte, yeah, right for the summer. But you're like, I, I, I'm sure, like for you, maybe it might be a little easier just because you're still around and 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 it, you're near to where all this happened. A lot of people removed themselves and coming back. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of emotion still. Oh, there yeah. definitely is. I mean, you know, I one of my friends that she uh, that that had that same professor that was there now in in the professor for the classroom that the, sh- the shooting took place. Yeah. she was really a, you know, in a down mood. Even after the shooting, even after a week, she was still kind of down because he was a really nice professor, really yeah. great professor, and even he was very depressed. Yeah, you know, well, obviously the man was gonna be depressed, but you know, the feeling that we can ease into it now better than than just knowing that it, that uh, it could happen again. You know, we at least we know that we have a clear, a more clear idea that we'll be more safe because of the security. Right. You know. Yeah. But, uh, but it's just it is going to be different. I don't want to say vibe, but it, it's just I guess that's really the word I I can use right now. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Well, guys, we hope this served a purpose listening to it. I really hope that we don't have to revisit this subject and say, shit, there's been another school shooting, especially not locally. It's certainly not something that we want ourselves to go through or anyone else to go through. Um, and we really hope that, say, speak up. You know, if you have a solution, you know, unless you say something, hopefully someone hears you. You know, it's really tough to sort of hang your hat on and hopes on people we don't interact with all the time and, and people that have the power to change it. But speaking up will help, you know, um, and hopefully it's a lasting effect, right? Like we don't we want to make it an issue. Right. We don't want it. We don't want this to just go by the wayside again. And after three news cycles, we're not doing anything anymore because that's, that's our current culture. That's our current as a society, that's our mentality. You know, after a few news cycles, it's in the past, and oh, it's not going to happen again. And and that's not the case. That that's not reality. Reality is, if we don't do something about it, we're never going to fix the issue, and we're going to un- lose more promising kids. A lot of people that you know are just humans. They're they're human beings, right? Who were not meant to potentially were meant for something greater. And unfortunately, they are no longer, they don't have the ability to do that. And it sucks. Um, And we have to talk about it because if we don't talk about it, we don't do anything about it. And these are the types of conversations that we hope you are having with your friends, with your colleagues, with your parents, with everyone around you, because this is how we can come together and make a difference. It starts with a conversation and it can end with a whole lot more. So guys, thank you for tuning in to 1 out of 10. Uh, we hope you continue to tune in. Uh, follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. Send us your email requests at one out of ten woodwreck at gmail.com. Kev, thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, man. Um, anything you'd like to say to finish off? Um, to any other parent person that connected to UNCC is listening to this podcast, I hope we can make it through the year. Uh, a good peaceful year, a good academic year. Hopefully we just still live our best lives that we can and just pray to God that we can find some more peace and hopefully eventually heal. So to all the Niners, let's keep the Niners strong. And with that, guys, peace out, Girl Scouts.